to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bazira, Kid, Bria, and Flick. Last week, the party continued the trial of the century as they traded verbal sparring with opposing counsel. Questions were asked and answered, community members stood up and spoke in support or against our adventures, and closing arguments were made from both sides. The trial was declared closed, and voting is about to begin to determine their guilt or innocence. How long will the voting take? Will our friends be exonerated of the crimes they've been accused of? And what has Sniv been doing this whole time? I was thinking about him earlier today, and I'm super <laughs> curious. <laughs> Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hi. Is he not there? Is he not at the trial? Uh, no, I mean, he is at the trial, but, like, you know, how's he doing? Like, this is a lot for him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait till so we're going to record um for our patrons, we're going to record some uh of our text messages back and forth for the four of us players. <laughs> and we have a, a couple of lines in there about Sniv, so we're Ooh. particularly concerned about him. I can't wait. So uh the rec- these recordings of them uh, of the four players doing dramatic readings of their text message thread as they prepared for the trial uh is going to be available to our patrons pretty soon, I think. Also, just for the record, I have no no idea what is in that thread, so it will be as much a surprise to me as it is to all of you, and I can't wait. Is this the thread? Because we have a couple, but is this specifically prep for the trial, or is this also like greater? This I- is. This was the thoughts before the trial prep. So this was like, okay, we heard all this history. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What do we think, y'all? And remember, we figured out exactly what's happening on The Last Refuge. We figured everything out. Uh (laughs) I I very well remember. This was not meant to be an advertisement to convince (laughs) y'all to join our Patreon. But like, you know, it happened. (laughs) Anyway, how are we all? How we doing? Good. Good. Another week gone. We record these on Sundays usually now that we're sort of back to regular schedules. So another week gone for us. Mm-hmm. Yes, Bria? Well, I was going to say before we did the intro, Christmas was brought up. And <laughs> then I said, we'll talk about it in the intro. So yeah, what does um, that mean? Because, well, because DM Jazzy Hans said... God bless us, everyone, right before we recorded. And, and so I said, like, Christmas, there's more to and it. And I was like, yes, it's Christmas. So <laughs> I love Christmas. And Hard my daughter has been asking, she'll say, kitty song? Kitty song? And I'm like, what are you What are you talking what about? Kitty, kitty song? song? And she'll like, think for a second. And then she'll be like, Olaf, kitty song? And it's Olaf's Frozen Adventure. And oh. it's like a short little Christmassy, the Christmas music in it is so good. And so we listen to that like every day and I'm in the Christmas spirit and I know there's a lot of haters <laughs> who are like, hey, let's get to Halloween first. But you know what? I was just going to say like, look, I don't mind the holiday season, but like, could we please do Halloween? Because I'm a fan of Halloween as well, but or the season anyway. cut to me, once we get to November, and I will be over Christmas. It happens every year. I'm so well, Christmas. don't you think maybe then you should just hold off a little bit? No, I have the spirit. It moves in me, and I'm hoping that... <laughs> it moves in me. Oh, God. Ooh, that got me. Anyone else who was raised in in a similar church as me is going to understand what I just said. I'm hoping that because of, well, 2020 as a year, that I keep the Christmas spirit all year. (laughs) So that's that's been my week. All I'm saying is we have 
Approximately 17 days until we get to October, and soon after that, I get season two of The Haunting at Bly Manor, whatever series, and that's all I can think about. You always so. do super big Halloween-y stuff anyways, too. Last year, you watched, like, so many movies. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I don't know that watching a horror movie every day of October is so big, but okay. <gasps> that's quite the endeavor, <laughs> I think. It's pretty big. I've done it two years running. Well, okay, so, uh, s- small confession— I don't actually watch a horror movie every day. I just watch 31 horror movies over the course of October because I end up missing days. So then I just double up. See, that's still very impressive. You understand <laughs> that my Karen's significant other doesn't face. like horror movies. So I I watched The Frighteners <laughs> the other day by myself before I went Ooh. to work. Am Ooh. I your significant other? Yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, clearly this is a conversation for a, you know, behind the scenes Patreon episode or something, but it's been long enough that we should probably get back to the the trial, right? Uh, no, I think we're over it. <laughs> oh, I mean, all right, we can keep talking about horror movies if we want. No, let's no. Move along. Here we go. So the uh, entire room, everyone in attendance, has stood up and proclaimed that the arguments are done and the voting is to begin. And so opposing counsel stands and does sort of a full circle so that he's able to sort of take in everyone uh, in the gallery. And then uh, he sort of plants his feet and proclaims those in favor of banishment. What? This is how we do this? And a chorus of eyes rings out. Oh, oh, now, okay, this is it, okay. And he sort of nods and turns to you all, and Octavia nudges, like, looks at you all expectantly. Okay, um... I'm going to write in on our favor paper. Of banishment? He said those in favor of banishment, so we're supposed to say the opposite. Those in favor yeah. of... Octavia Lewis pursuing, she's like, do you want one of us to do this? No. You just That's give not us, her voice. You should have anyway. prepared us better for this. I, it's just all opposed. That's all we have to say, right? Yes. All opposed. Mm-hmm. Flick says, uh, hurriedly. <laughs> so Flick hurriedly, like, half leaps to his feet and sort of, like, blurts out all opposed. All opposed. And there's, like, a weird pause... Uh, and then a sort of pretty close to equal chorus of voices rings out with nay. Nay, nay. So there's some chatter and consternation and confusion. Well, I'm going to say nay, too. And <laughs> nay. Yes. But like delayed. Nay under our breath. Flick can use a, what's it called to put some extra nays in there. And then horses <laughs> yeah. show up. I don't know. Except this all happened very fast, and so I feel like the extra nays and the thaumatologic, thaumaturgical, whoops, thaumaturgical, <laughs> are like definitely after the vote is, has been taken. And so there's some consternation. There's, you know, rah, 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 watermelon, watermelon in the gallery. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, and so uh, opposing counsel sort of approaches the center, and, uh, and, Octavia sort of once again like looks to you all and goes, um, there is this there is a whole thing. Do you mind if I send books to sort of do this part? Go for it. But please. Okay. So she turns to uh books, the warforged uh leader of well, <laughs> used to be the leader of the Enclave in the Northern Island, but <laughs> not anymore. But she goes up and uh and speaks with opposing counsel for a moment. 
and uh, they both sort of seem to come to some agreement, and the two of them in unison uh, turn to the gallery and say, The first vote is a draw. We move to show of hands. Uh, and so the same votes are called, uh, and people literally just have to raise their hands and be counted. Oh my god, this is going to take forever. <laughs> there are individuals uh, like the gnome that escorted you all to your holding room and back into the courtroom. Uh, sort of like sergeant-in-arms type figures. There are several of them that clearly like know that this was a possibility, and so they step out from the gallery, and they you can watch them, and you sort of can tell that they each have their own sections of the gallery to count, uh, but they're split up in such a way that they are sort of checking on each other as well so that like it's, you know, so everyone makes sure that they get the right number. So this takes a couple of minutes and people are just sort of holding their hands up and you do both votes and eventually the sergeant and arms get together in the center with books and opposing counsel again and there's lots of like frowns and scowls and shaking of heads and books comes back to your table and says to you all um... The sergeant at arms are unable to agree on the final count, which unfortunately probably means that we're going to have to move to an individual roll call vote. And Octavia sort of, she sort of nods and says, well, it was always a possibility. I suppose they won't want us here for that. And Book says, well, they've asked if I will stay to oversee the vote uh, as a representative, community representative from the defendants, from the defense. Uh, but yes, the rest of you uh, will be taken to holding again. What? You all look so confused and upset. <laughs> I just don't like the fact that everyone is being removed from the room as this vote is happening. I want to be in the room where it happens. Gross. For that, you definitely are the first one taken to holding. <laughs> um, <laughs> So uh, the two uh, books and, and opposing counsel go back to the center of the ring and once again in unison uh, say, The, the second, second vote remains inconclusive. A roll call vote will be held. And the sergeant at arms come up to the to your table, to the defense table, and uh, they escort you back to that same holding room that you were in as roles of of-age community members are prepared to be called one at a time and votes recorded. Why can't we have them split the room, like say like, hey, if you vote this way, go on this side, and if you vote this way, go on this side, and then each person taps their head and then they say the next number. You've just spent several hours arguing about who knows how to run a city government best and you really want to come at them for the way that they determine who wins this trial? I know. I have a question, which is if we had talked for less time in the last episode, would we not have had to do this? Would we have just found out at the end of last episode? That's a really good question that I don't know the answer to. Honestly, I think the episode just would have been shorter because y'all know me. I can't resist a ladder hanger. Fair. <laughs> well, this gives us time to talk with Sniv. And and Octavia and Ox, if you want, and, and anyone else that, you know, is there with you. Uh, so you all are taken to that holding room, and, uh, and yeah, you've got some time. And Octavia just sort of congratulates you all. She says, you know, I... I... I knew that we were on the side of right, but I, I honestly wasn't sure how things would, would uh, flesh out as it were, but I'm very proud of the four of you. You did an excellent job. I I honestly don't know. You know, we are, as opposing counsel made it very clear, we are uh, contending with a millennium 
of of precedent and ingrained sort of fear and 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 you know societal norms. So we we have a lot to contend with. But you all did uh, you did a good job. We will see. I think it's a good sign that we're just looking at banishment and not straight up um, execution. So, oh, but that's know. just for us. They might be looking at execution, right? She she sort of nods and says, um, "Yes." So, uh, what will happen now is they will vote on banishment for the four of you. They will then uh, probably maintain the roll call vote for uh, determination of what to do with us from the enclave, and then a final uh, vote, which which. I don't know if they'll keep roll call for the third vote or not, but the third vote for whether or not to to throw out uh, isolationism as a pillar of society here. How's Sniv doing? Sniv, <laughs> Sniv is overwhelmed, but like in a sort of still excited way. You know, this is all so new, and ultimately Sniv wanted to leave the last refuge to like see new lands and experience new things, and like I mean, he's getting what he asked for, I guess. So he's you know he he's sort of enjoying himself. Also, like he obviously doesn't want y'all's enclave friends to get executed, but he doesn't really care if he gets banished from the city. Like <laughs> personally, it it makes no real difference to him. Uh, you know, insofar as like you all are his friends, and he would like to see things go your way. Of course, he wants. He wants not guilty, but it's not like his life is hanging in the balance. Uh, does he have any word of our ship? Uh, he says, I, well, uh, I had uh, books offered to help me hide it as best we could uh, with with mundane and magical means. So hopefully it'll be safe. Uh, you know, plus the fact that you all got rid of the roving bands of undead may, leaves me a little more confident that no one's going to walk off with, with her. That's good. Also, I sort of hadn't been thinking about it until you mentioned it, so yeah. <laughs> thanks for reigniting that anxiety there, Bria. <laughs> You're very welcome. Did we... We came up with a name for the ship, didn't we? Bria's... Uh, I thought it was Bria's, Bria's Demise. 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 <laughs> Bria's Demise. You are correct. That yeah. is the name of the ship. <laughs> I, so Octavia sort of turns to you all and says, um, well, I, I suppose one way or another, you all, I assume will be leaving this place after, you know, after today. And I hope that I, we, will be around to assist you in whatever way that we can, but um, what, what is the plan? What is your plan? Where do you want to head? What is your next uh, goal? I, I, I want, you know, we can, we can begin to make plans now, because if they banish us, we will have to leave quickly and we should have some plans in place. Uh, Flick will chime in and say since there unfortunately doesn't seem to be any sort of opportunity for us on the northern island, I think it's best that we try and go find what's happening on the southern. And I guess I'll kind of look to everyone else and uh, do we agree? I think we had talked about sure. maybe if we can checking in with Fiona, but then like doing a quick check-in and see like, is everything good? You got this under control and then heading to the southern island. She says, well, uh, I mean, I can't disagree that uh, heading for the Northern Island seems uh, dangerous, uh, but I suppose what isn't dangerous these days? <laughs> I, I wish that I knew more about the Southern Island and, and could help you a bit more, but uh, our, uh, our representative, our leader of the Enclave on the Southern Island is an infrequent communicator. We have not heard from Hush in some time. From Hush? What's their name? Hush is their name. I mean, I feel like... 
coming from an island that blanked all the other islands for like 500 years. That's a very apt name. She sort of laughs and says, uh, well, uh, the hush was also always our master of secrets. So they, uh, to not hear from them was not unusual. What type of secrets are we talking about? Well, uh, when Hush first joined the Enclave, they were uh, instrumental in setting up the sort of network that the Enclave had between the islands. Uh, Also instrumental in allowing more of our members to to work and live out in the open uh, and conceal their affiliations with the Enclave. Before Hush was able to put that in place, uh, most of the work of the Enclave had to be done entirely sequestered away because we did not have uh, a system in place to protect our agents that lived among the, the general population. She says, well, the, the Southern Island is, uh, is certainly a possibility. Um, it will be a journey to get there. Unfortunately, uh, th- we do have the ability to teleport there as we did to bring you here uh, or rather to the Northern Island but um, it is uh, how best to put it it is unpredictable we have had individuals attempt to travel by those particular gates and um, not arrive that's mm, a comforting you mean the, yeah. the magics are unpredictable or just landing in the right place on the Southern Island is unpredictable uh, no, the, the the gate that we use for teleportation, the ones that are connected to the southern island, uh, for some time now have not uh, been... Uh, they have not reliably sent individuals to the southern island. We are not sure where they have sent them. We oh. have never heard from them again. Not everyone. Sometimes it works. Uh, but <laughs> after we lost two or three people, we decided it wasn't really worth it to use it anymore. Risk's a little high. She says, but you all already have experienced sailing ships. And of course, Sniv here, and she pats Sniv on the back, he's an excellent captain. So, uh, you know, it should only take you about, what, uh, nine or ten days to sail there? Does Sniv get all, like, bashful and, like, blushy? <laughs> Absolutely not. Sniv puffs up his chest and stands up straighter and nods at the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sniv. At this point, it's been a while, longer than this actual conversation, because, you know, there was also just chitter-chatter and time to sort of, for Octavia to explain some of exactly what's going on and all of that. Books comes back in uh, after a while and and says, um, well, I, uh, it, it's going to be just a, a bit longer. Um, it, it's curious. There is, I don't know that we've ever experienced this before, but there is a real uh, disagreement about what to do here. Is it a tie? <laughs> She shakes her head, uh, and she says, no, not exactly. I, I mean, we're not able to come to consensus, but it isn't so much that that there's a tie. It's just that, well, they are frightened, which we already knew, but they're only frightened about certain things. So, okay, so basically, they want to get rid of all of us in sort of a, a grand scheme thing. But you all did an excellent job of scaring the living light out of them about these cults. Vizdira's just going to raise her fist. (laughs) Yes! And recognizing the cults in particular as a a real and ongoing threat. That the banner, the odds that the banner was a one-off thing are pretty low. So... They're not scared of the beast. They think that isolationism is probably still going to protect them, but they're worried about the cults. And 
I think, it seems to me, based on what I'm hearing so far, that they recognize that you all are their best chance at dealing with the cults. So there's a real disagreement about how to move forward. I, I have to get back, since I'm the only representative of our side out there. Um, but I just wanted to let you all know that that's sort of where things are, and and it'll be a little bit longer. So they want us to stay? Yes, they want you to stay and go. That's the problem right now. Okay. A- anyway, I, yeah, I need go, to run, go. but you all ha- have your conversations. I need to just make sure that things continue moving forward. And she leaves. But, like, y'all, we can't stay here. Well, at least not for very long. I mean, we can't stay here for, like, months. I, I just we, feel I mean, like they... We, if matter of days. Octavia pipes up and says, um, I have... This is completely unprecedented, and I honestly have no idea how they will... What they will do or decide or, or what. But if they decide to... Uh, allow you to stay if they decide to not convict and ask for you to to address the issues of the cult. From what you have said, uh, based on your research, it, it seems probable that the cult is is uh, at the very least connected to other right things happening in the world. Maybe there is mm-hmm. a case to be made that that the cult has ties to to the southern island. I don't know what your research, if there is any connection there as far as you saw. But since you want to go there, is it possible that that could be wrapped into an investigation or a or a, a, a journey to to uh, dismantle the cult in some way? I think the argument could be said as well is that like if. If there is a possible connection to the Southern Island, like, let us go to the Southern Island, but keep the Enclave here to investigate the cults. I think that I'm kind of inclined in the same direction as Bizdira just now, which is, yeah, if they are scared of the cults and they want us to stay, I think we can stay for, like, a day to set up an infrastructure that works with the Enclave to root out the cults here if we feel that it is most important that we get going but um yeah this this is not what i was expecting Mm -hmm. (laughs) at all uh everyone else in the room is sort of like yep nope me neither and peeking behind the curtain me either says dm jazzy hands (laughs) story consultant robert and i had a long conversation and like checked out the points and went through everything point by point and uh well you'll see okay so I agree with that, Kit. Like, and Octavia basically just gave us, I think, the answer. Thank you. Which is basically like, we. I think we have enough evidence. We have enough stuff with these symbols to kind of prove that. Like, was the uh, uh, were we able to differentiate between in that the thing that was in the restricted section between like which island was which with the symbols? So the the cult symbols weren't necessarily geographically linked, but you could definitely figure out where the reports came from. But like there were times where the same cult symbol was found on different islands. Mm, okay. Right. But you can see you could definitely see like this instance of this symbol came from the eastern island and this one came from the northern island and things like that. When Flick, I know I always ask who this was. I think it was Flick that went underground in Chuckles' thing. Were any of those, were there any symbols there? I remember last time he rolled really well, so he had like a very good memory of what it looked like down there. Were there any of those symbols there? Yeah, you got a natural 20 on that one. No, I don't think you would have seen any of those, anything like that. Um, At this point, uh, in the midst of, of, you know, all of this consternation among you all and and discussion, uh, it has once again been a chunk of time, and Books comes in and says, "Um, they're ready for us. 
And she very quickly turns around. Like, she's obviously not allowed to say anything else, so she very quickly turns around and leaves again. (sighs) Okay, here here we go. So you all, yep, so you all head back out and back to the table, uh, and there is a lot of chatter again. Like, this clearly has sort of thrown everybody for a loop. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) And so you all are gathered there, and opposing counsel stands and clearly indicates, you know, everyone is standing, you all are meant to stand too, as the verdict is read out. And in unison, the entire gallery uh, says, They find the defendants guilty of high crimes against the community and sentence them to lifelong banishment from the community. And at this point, the majority of the gallery stops talking and one of the sergeant-at-arms steps forward and continues to speak. The defendants have until lights down tomorrow to leave the city, after which time, should the defendants still reside in the city, the sentence will be carried out by force. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, we stand with Black Lives Matter and our black siblings fighting for justice. That fight is not over just because we're tired. Second of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be ineffable if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews on the air as soon as we're able, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people we get to listen. It doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds, and it really does help us out a ton. We also want to remind everyone that we have our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and much more. In fact, later this week, our patrons are going to get a special audio release of the cast doing a dramatic reading of a text thread that they had, not including me, about their ideas and conspiracy theories for what's really going on in The Last Refuge. It's pretty great. So if you want to get your hands on that and much, much more, check out our Patreon. In addition, of course, to all the cool things that you get if you join, you will also be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. More information on that program and a list of creators that we're patronizing, if you're interested, are available on our Patreon page. Right now, we want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them for their support. Thank you to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, Tanya, and Sir Mox the Magnificent, to our honorary party member, Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliyahu of Mert Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado, Etheridge and Misty. If you want to get shoutouts on the show, dramatic readings of text threads, and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. We are excited to remind you all about our partnership with Codename Entertainment and Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Next time you boot up that game on basically any console, mobile device, or computer that you've got, be sure to use our gold chest code that you can find in our episode notes for free items and power-ups in your game. We get a new code every week, so be sure to redeem each one before it expires. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music that you hear on our show. You can check out their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and IncompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can also check the episode notes to find track names, artist names, and links. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links found on our website 
website and in the episode notes when you shop there so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. In case you somehow have still not heard, uh, The Last Refuge has a merch store. You can go to bit.ly slash TLR merch store to check out the t-shirts, buttons, drink koozies, and more that we've got available. And if you do order something, be sure to take pictures of it when it arrives and tag us on social media so we can see how awesome you look. A quick personal plug from yours truly. On Monday this week, I got to be a part of an announcement regarding an incredibly exciting new sci-fi RPG system and setting created entirely by black and POC designers, developers, and writers. Creative director Tanya DePass and lead developer B. Dave Walters are heading up a team of incredible creators who are going to put together this game and then pass it off to me, of all people, to GM a 12-episode campaign starting in October that will be streamed weekly. Words cannot begin to describe how honored and excited I am to lead this amazing cast through this story. You can get updates by following the show's Twitter account at at MotherlandsRPG and check out the show's website, which is linked in the episode notes for more information about all of the awesome folks that are working on this project. And finally, a reminder that we've got about a week left in our belated third anniversary giveaway. So one more time, here's the breakdown. This year, we decided to celebrate some incredible artists by commissioning pieces from them, each depicting one of their personal favorite moments from the show. And let me tell you, they did not disappoint. Last week, we shared our second of three commissioned pieces. This one was by Serena Marie, and she did an incredible piece of Flick and Tide being surrounded by hungry crabs. It is truly the most adorable thing I've seen in a while. If you haven't seen it, go to our socials and check it out. And while you are there, get your name into Frosty's hat for the chance to win one of our four thrilling prize bundles, which contain products from WizKids, Wormwood, Imperial Forge, Roll20, and more, by reposting the piece on your social media. Be sure to tag us and the artist so that your entry can be counted. I'm going to say it again. In order for your entry to be counted, you have to tag Last Refuge and the artist when you repost that art. Yes, multiple social media platforms means multiple entries, so repost away on Twitter, Instagram, and or Facebook, and let the world know that you love these talented folks just as much as we do. The final piece of the series gets released tomorrow, and you listeners have until 11.59pm Pacific Time next Wednesday, September 23rd, to get your reposts in so that they can be counted for our drawing, which will take place the next day, Thursday, September 24th. For full details on rules and prizes, head over to our Twitter, Instagram, and or Facebook. We are so excited to continue celebrating what has been an amazing three years on the airways with all of our talented artist friends and most of all with you. Okay, I think that is at long last all the announcements that I've got for you this week. It was a bit long. I apologize. Anyway, thanks for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask, and happy gaming, y'all. I mean, we want to leave anyway, so... <laughs> However... Fr- oh. However... They recognize the real and ongoing threat posed by the presence of pro-beast cults. Based on the defendant's testimony, there is no guarantee that the banner was an isolated incident. Should the defendants be able to provide irrefutable evidence that these cults and any others like them 
have been prevented from perpetrating further threats and harm against the community, the sentence of banishment shall be expunged and the defendants allowed to return to the community in recognition of their service and protection against this immediate threat. They further find that the long-standing policy of isolationism is sufficient protection against a possible return of the beast. This policy has stood for centuries, was the salvation of our ancestors, and has, until the arrival of the travelers to our world several years ago, prevailed against any and all external threats. I'm going to... However... Oh, no, they're still going. They recognize that, as effective as isolationism has been, it is simply defensive and leaves others at risk. This draws on the empathy of members of the community, and they cannot, perhaps, turn a blind eye forever. Should the defendants find themselves in possession of new evidence concerning the beast and the threat it poses, and develop an actual, feasible plan to address this threat, the community will provide an opportunity for the defendants to present said evidence, assuming that the sen their sentence of banishment has been expunged. <laughs> Until then, however, the policy of isolationism will remain in effect for all citizens of the community. I feel like I just got an F on my assignment with the option <laughs> of extra credit. Yeah. You definitely didn't get an F on your assignment. Well, uh, I have been taking a lot of personality quizzes for my graduate program this week, and uh -huh. all of the feelings I'm feeling in response to this are really emphasizing how correct these tests I'm taking are. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to lean over... Because I am, I don't care. I'm going to lean over to my friends slash okay. siblings and say, Hey, Flick, you think you could still consecrate a temple? <laughs> they want proof of the beast. Let's fucking bring him. Oh, God. I don't know about all that. Okay. Um, but maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, so the Enclave is getting banished with us, correct? Yeah. So Octavia does lean over to explain that, like, since there wasn't a separate verdict and they just referred to the defendants generally, then uh, then it seems that they have voted to banish them, not kill them. Well, that's a good thing. Well, that's thing. good okay. news. Uh, I actually don't see this as a bad thing, because honestly, like, if they don't want our help, then okay. Well, they do want your help, just for very specific things. <laughs> right, they do, but they're willing to turn us around and kick us out anyway. Yeah, they want they want the outcome of whatever we're going to eventually do to be in their favor, but they right. don't want to support us at all right. in reaching that goal. <laughs> Which to me is just like, well, fuck you then. Like, I no, I'm not gonna help yeah. you. I, like, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do anyway, but yeah. I'm not gonna do it because you want us to do it. I'm yeah, I don't do think that we because... have to go out of our way to support no. to find evidence or any of that. Like, if it shows up, cool. It shows up, and maybe we will come back here. But honestly, my opinion is. Fuck you. 
That yeah. literally, I was just about so, to say, my biggest feeling is literally, fuck that. No, that is not like, fair. Fuck you. We're going to the Southern Island. We're going to see if we can help them. Kids. And if they want to so, actually listen to us. I want to take a moment and be diplomatic and remind us about what our goal is in this world, which is to allow people to live their lives in the way that they want to live them. Right. And even though me as an individual, I'm very annoyed and I also want to be like, fuck that. I'm also trying to rationally like center myself and be like, you know what? We presented our arguments and they want to continue living the way that they always want to live, which is like perhaps annoying and perhaps like perhaps not in their in what we perceive to be their best interest. But ultimately, like we have said that our goal is to let people do what they want to do. If they don't want us to be here and they don't want to help us, it is what it is and we have to accept it and leave. Yes, but then don't ask for our evidence and our help and all of these other right. things. You want to live like this way, live this way. You. Yeah, you're not hiring us for no money for what is it? What is it? Uh, exposure. Exposure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, I have a question. This is a great conversation and I just want to know how much of it, obviously not the part about like Karin and Kit being two separate brains, but yeah. like how much of the rest of it is something that you all are having maybe with Octavia and Books and Ox in a in a in a place outside of the courtroom after the fact. Well, maybe let's like finish the courtroom situation and right. then have more of this conversation. I feel like is this that conversation that we need to do. I feel like this conversation would start in <laughs> Celestial. This personally. conversation <laughs> is sure. all of us packing our bags and throwing stuff into our bags. Like that's yeah. how it is. If I they want to do this, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So that's so that's what this is. So really, there were, I mean, there were a few other, you know, formalities uh, where, you know, you were escorted back to the house that you'd been given and told that you have until, you know, whatever, re- restated how long you have to leave and blah, blah, blah. Um, but yes, I think that's exactly what happened. Like, you know, we, we fade to a few, to like an hour or two later and you all are packing and having this exact conversation. Uh, Octavia, at the very least, maybe not Books and Ox, but Octavia would like to uh, spend some time with you. But if you want to get this part of the, like, emotional whatever out before she arrives, that's fine. She also, though, like, she doesn't look super pleased with the verdict. So she may also be totally willing to bitch with you all if that's a thing you want to do. Well, we might be maybe stomping back to our house and say, like, you're free to come with us or we can meet you for dinner later. And then she can make that decision herself. Yeah, that's great. I think she actually would will come with you because, uh, uh, yeah, I mean she's she's displeased as well. Though she, you know, being old and practiced at, at leading a, a subversive underground organization is is a bit more uh, what her facial expressions are a bit more controlled than well than mine have ever been in my entire life. Um, <laughs> I have two big questions. One of them is serious. One of them is not. You all decide which one I'm being serious about. Okay, the first question is, do we burn it all down? The second question is, do we do some sneaking tonight and steal some more magic shit? Oh, God. I'm like 80% sure that the first one was the joke. (laughs) (laughs) They both sound kind of similar. and I'm. She is a rogue. Let's just put it to a vote, shall we? Let's go ask every single person if they would rather give us magic (laughs) items or watch their city burn. What? (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God, no. Assuming that the second question was the serious one, (laughs) I'm interested. I'm wondering if maybe, I don't know if we need magic items, but maybe we want to go back to the library? Is there anything there that we might that might be helpful in the long run? That's interesting. I mean, it would probably be in the restricted section. 
I mean, this is a conver- The reason I actually thought of it was because I thought maybe Octavia might have something that she might want to- Like, tools that they have kind of hidden that they might want to take. Yeah, so, um, she has been listening, and, and yes, she does have some things to offer and some ideas and some, some, some things to share. Uh, the first is she, you know, she also has- She joins in, uh, with the, you know, the angry- complaining, whatever, uh, and mostly her, her complaints sort of just center around, you know, the, the cowardice of this community has always been there to take stands about anything, right? Like, hiding, she doesn't really quite share the view that, uh, fleeing and hiding, because she, she doesn't really talk about it, but you get the idea that she very well might have been there, or at least was born not too long after. Yeah, she's old. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, so she she doesn't share necessarily the view that fleeing and hiding in the first place and spending time hidden was was cowardly or the wrong choice. But since then, like, she's she obviously has some issues with the way this place is run and the fact that they won't take a real stand uh, in either direction. You know, yeah. at one point in a, in a fit of in a fit of passion, which she obviously doesn't entirely necessarily mean, but she she tosses out, you know, I think if they had if they had condemned us to death, at least they would have made a decision. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So she sort of, you know, she sort of gets that out. She's, she then, she calms herself a little bit and she says, look, um, all of that said, this is my home. Well, not here. I mean, I'm on the West, but you know what I mean. And these are my people. And we have to remember that the decision as it was rendered to us was <laughs> a completely unacceptable, unsatisfactory amalgamation of what everyone in that room was trying to say. Because that is the way that they work. They have to take everyone's ideas into consideration, especially when they couldn't get a clear majority. So the fact that they offered you all a chance to A, have your sentences expunged, your convictions expunged, and B, that part that surprised me most was that part at the end where they said that if you were to bring back information about the beast and the threat it may very well pose to the world below, that they might be willing to reverse their policy. I think that I can't... I will have to ask Books, and I... Books is very... uh, She's very into the rules sometimes. I don't know how much she will share with me. But my guess is that there are more than a few individuals who, if they were allowed, would be willing to join us and to actively do things to help us with the beast. And I think that's what that last bit was. So whether or not you all choose to ever come back here, honestly, I would understand if you didn't. I'm not sure that I want to. (laughs) But I think that's what that was, I think. That was kind of how I interpreted it as well. But I think the difficulty of that is that we have to have expunged our records and like whatever taken down the cults, which I don't necessarily think is our first priority. Absolutely. And, And I said this before when I gave you the option of leaving before the trial entirely, I would not hold it against you if you did what you felt needed to be done for the betterment of the whole world and didn't focus on the petty requests of these fools here below. Question, friends. Tonight, well, we'll talk to her more about if she's going to take stuff with her or whatever. Have we decided if we're taking the ship or are we going to try to get to the Southern Island using the portal and have Sniv take the... Wow, your faces are not wanting to use this portal. No, (laughs) it's not that I don't want to. I just think it's very risky and I don't want us to get separated. Right. Which I feel like could happen. And I wouldn't want anyone else to come with. Like, I wouldn't even want, you know... uh, Octavia or books or anybody not that they would 
but even if it was something like, I, I don't know, I just, I, I think it's really risky, but I also don't want to spend t- 10 days on a ship. Mm-hmm. So, six to one, half a dozen on the other. Octavia sort of tosses in and she says, this is not uh, addressing the question that you're asking right now, but in something that you said, it made me think, I, as much as I don't want to be anywhere near these people anymore, it might be worth it to see if perhaps while you all travel by whatever means you decide upon to the southern island, if at least some of us uh, can be allowed to stay and do what you had hoped to do, which is to further comb the library and the restricted section. Uh, You know, it is not such a difficult thing to keep in communication with the four of you. And so if we, if our agents uh, can be allowed to stay here, you know, under the idea that we are assisting in, in ridding the city of the cult, that might be a way for both of those ends to be to be met. Also, in terms of transportation, I know books has a a, a certain interest in in various forms of transportation. I can see if perhaps she knows anything else, uh, anything she can do to perhaps speed up your ship to to allow you to. I don't know. She's better at this than I am, uh, but perhaps she will be able to to come up with something to cut down the travel time if you decide to take the ship. I like both of these ideas. Yeah, mm, mm-hmm. I do too. And I think, and so we think that that is a negotiable thing. Like we can go to, say, opposing counsel or whoever we need to go to and say they can work as our agents or no. A kid is very much not. My understanding of the statement that Octavia just made is obviously there are still some Enclave members who are like in the society secretly. Like they didn't all like turn themselves in. So it's their agents who are still going to remain in the city. Sweet. Okay. Will conduct the research, pass the message on to Octavia etc and then it'll get to us right she she says she says well yes you are correct although i suppose if we wanted to petition for some of us to be some of us that were defendants to be allowed to stay as well i suppose the argument could be made that we are working toward the eradication of the cult but but no kit is correct in in what i initially intended i mean yeah whatever's easiest uh, she says well uh, i'll have ox work on that uh, he knows some of the bureaucrats uh, and would be the one to deal with that anyway so i will tonight when i see ox books, I will set them to work. Uh, Ox to see if uh, we can, some of us can be allowed to remain to work on the cult and books to see what she can do about transportation for you all. What other, uh, what else can we do for you while we have the time? She was going to do something about the brand or tell me something about the brand on me. Ah, she said yes. Well, uh, I can certainly try to do a bit more research on it, but unfortunately I was expecting to have time for that. You know, it, it will require both study and then likely long rituals from what I can tell to remove and I don't know that uh, you know the next 24 hours or so because apparently this world works in 24 hour days uh, <laughs> is, is going to be enough uh, but I can I can certainly spend time uh, looking at it more closely if that will if that would be helpful uh, now that we know that it has relevance to the beast and the cult I suppose that is a new starting place do they think that like does she think that it's like a tracker like can they find me she says no I don't think that's what it is it um, it, it has a lot of different schools of magic mixed into it, but I'm not getting any sort of surveillance. I could I could examine more closely, but I don't, my instinct is no, I don't think it is to keep an eye on you, to track you, to watch over you. Okay. So, um, the other thing I was thinking that they might be able to help us out with would be actually after we leave, um, Bria, you had mentioned you wanted to check in with Fiona, but I wonder if it would just be more efficient for 
those of them that are banished to go meet her, check in with her, get any relevant info, and then they can communicate with us, but also they'll be a resource for her. Yeah, also, I mean, maybe depending on how things are going there, help with protection or whatever else needs to Mm -hmm. be done, because we have no idea what's happening up there, so. Yeah, uh, Yeah. she's, uh, and Octavia's more than happy to to spend some time and manpower on that, person power on that, because... They may be banished from the world below. It doesn't mean they can't stay on the surface here in the east. So, yeah, that's fine. Um, I also would like to know if they make, this is not a joke, if they make eye patches down here. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess some people must be missing eyes. So I imagine, yes. Okay, just because we're going to, I have the feeling we're going to have a very difficult time with our eyes transitioning to being back on the surface where there's like real sun because the light and stuff. Right? No? Everybody's giving me... Has nobody gone from, like, a very dark backstage and an outside? eye patch yes. is going to help This with is that? the reason that pirates wore eye patches. Is Like, you cover one eye so it stays in the dark. Oh, and then yeah. It helps is that your really eyes. the reason? Yes, it is. It helps your eyes transition. Yes. Huh. Wow. Look, you taught me something. Learn something new every also, day. Also, apparently <laughs> I have a lot of facts about ants. So if anybody needs some facts about ants, just let me know. <laughs> Ants travel to the southern island. What are we talking about? <laughs> the entire southern island is covered in ants. It's covered. In That's ants. why it disappeared. How did you know you've solved my disappearing island puzzle? Okay. Um, I do think it, uh, sunglasses would definitely be in order. <laughs> I like the idea of that more than um, eye patches, but. You know, sunglasses with the mask are already kind of hard. It's just for the initial transition. Do they have transition lenses? (laughs) Oh my god, we'll get you eye patches. Are we banned from the underground society on all of the islands or just on this island? That's a really good question. And Octavia says, no, the fantastic thing about them being so isolationist is that if that verdict ever reaches a city on another island, it won't be for a very long time. So uh, for all intents and purposes, this banishment really only extends to this island. I had a feeling that was going to be the case. Yeah. I mean, eventually, like years in the future, if nothing changes, maybe word will spread, but like... I will all be dead by then. All right. Uh, Cool. Because I I was just thinking, I was like, wait, if, which I do not think we should for the record, but if we took the gates and we ended up like underneath... uh, in the south and we weren't supposed to be there. I was like, hmm, could be a problem. But also like, but apparently maybe not. there's Enclave members still working in the other islands that have access to stuff that could still help us. Yeah, Octavia honestly will probably go home to TLR, to her city underneath TLR to get stuff working there. She'll leave. I mean, Ox was always the leader of this island anyway. So he'll probably stay behind if you, you know, if they allow him to, he would be one of the ones Actually, probably he and books would be the ones to stay behind to do library research. Um, And if they aren't allowed to stay, then they'll be the ones to head up the group that goes to to hang out with Fiona. Okay. Uh, So Octavia says, well, uh, I will leave you all to your packing. Why don't we meet tomorrow uh, about midday? Uh, By then, hopefully, uh, Ox will have been able to uh, check in with his bureaucrats to see who will be allowed to stay. And perhaps books will have information to help help you make the decision about how you want to travel, uh, whether or not she will be able to improve uh, the ship travel in any way. 
Yeah, it would be great cool. if, like, we couldn't really feel the waves, um, if things couldn't come over and attack <laughs> us, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> says, uh, well, if anyone can accomplish that, I'm sure it will be books. Great. Can she put, like, right. stabilizers on the side, or no? Is that not a thing? Well, that's what we will find out, what books is able to come And with. that's where we we're going to leave it for this week. We're going to find out about the stabilizers. Because she's so smug, and just because she's right doesn't mean I want to admit it. So Octavia turns and slowly and stately exits your building as if stalling for time, and that is where we're going to leave it for this week. As if stalling for time. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out uh, whether or not books can install stabilizers uh, really is the only thing that seems to matter right now. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram and at DND Last Refuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. Speaking of reviews, this is the last one in our long series of them that we get to read. Very exciting. This one uh, I missed. It is from August 21st, so I didn't miss it too bad. Uh, but it, it is from Canadian Apple Podcast. Uh, and I... Uh, well, all right. The username of the person who left this review is not representative of how they feel about our show. I just want to start by saying that. So uh, the person who left this review's username is You Suck Guys. And You Suck Guys gave us five stars and says, literally the only podcast I've followed so eagerly. So see, clearly not representative. Yeah. Uh-huh. I haven't been listening long, only about three weeks to be exact. But in that time, I have binged every single episode. Holy Holy God. Shit. Is that even possible? Are you I okay? Yes. I, <laughs> Do you sleep? I love it. You- I listen to a lot of podcasts, and there isn't many actual play podcasts in my feed, but none of them have hooked me in and threw me on the boat like oh. this. I love it. <laughs> Especially considering what we talked about today. Yeah. TLR is going places, and I wish you all the best. P.S. For the love of all things Bardic, get Flick a real pan flute. <laughs> I think, okay, I think, based on when this was left, I think this is because I made a comment about how for the longest time I thought you were doing your bardic magic with your blade of grass. No, <laughs> there's no way. I have a nice pan flute, and it is a real pan flute. Do not I ever know imply it that it's not real. No, I think, I, I think what happens I is because it. I now have a real banjo in real life, you now need to have a real pan flute. Oh, maybe no. That's, that's it. it. No. That's it. Oh, I love that's that. what I'm thinking. Oh, we're going to get you a pan I mean, flute. Per- that's what's going to happen okay. for your birthday. Yay. Okay. Hey, thanks so much for leaving that review. That was awesome. Thank you. Even though the Yay. your username is somewhat misleading. Other than that, we loved it. <laughs> I think they were I think they were saying that everyone else does because they said yeah. that they haven't gotten into it. Well, if you have theories about this person's <laughs> username, you can email them to us at dndlastrefuge at egmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what virtual cons we may eventually be attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Bizdira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Happy gaming, y'all. Honestly, I thought we got 100 out of 100. Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizira, Kid, Bria, and Flick. 
You almost did. Didn't you say forget flirting. your name? <laughs> I know. No, I, I, in midway through, I didn't really, I didn't come in with a plan, and so I just, I hesitated. Keep going. Last week, the party continued their arguments and questions during the trial. They, I, shit, my brain is turned off. Last week, the party continued the trial. For the, I really can't do it, y'all. I yes, have to can. write something down. No, no I can't. No, you can do, the party fought opposing counsel in the I've, trial of I've the century. And oh, trial of the century. That's good. Yes, that's <laughs> a good start. Okay, that's got my brain going. Here we go. 